What it do, world? I'd like to welcome everybody to another episode of the Mouse Talk Podcast. I'd like to thank everyone who's been rocking with me. Thank everyone who's been supporting me. Thank you to everyone who's been checking out the episodes of the podcast, man. I thank everyone, man. Uh, it, I don't care if I get one listen, two listen, three listens. Hey, it all adds up, and in due time, in the future, I know great things are going to happen for me in this podcast, man. I'm going to just keep pushing and keep bringing out great content. Uh, this is going to be a, a freestyle uh, a freestyle episode. Uh, we're, I'm just going to speak on different topics and stuff like that. So, uh, first and foremost, um, this, this uh, earlier this week, uh, within uh, the black culture, uh, we lost someone dear to us, Mr. John Witherspoon. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, God rest his soul. Um, much condolences to his family, his children, and uh, friends. Um, when I got the news, uh, well, when I saw, when I received the news, um, it was like, wow! I couldn't believe it. Uh, I really couldn't believe it because I apparently he had he had passed that Wednesday. Uh, I think that Wednesday evening, and you know, I ended up going to sleep. Um, probably like I went to bed kind of early that night because I think I didn't really feel too well. So I, I woke up and I saw it. I was like, "Wow!" So it was almost you when you read it. It was like it's something you didn't want to believe, and it's like out of all people, it's like man, like we didn't we really took some 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 big hits as far as like losing a lot of people, man. Within the black community, um, we lost we lost we lost Nipsey early in the year. We lost uh, John Singleton, and we just lost John Witherspoon. Man, we lost a lot of people, man. And you know, a lot of people always quit to say, man, give people their flowers, man, give people their flowers while they're here. Let people know uh, that you love them. Let people know you appreciate them and stuff like that. And you know, it, that's very understanding. That's you know, I get it. But I think with Mr. Witherspoon, like, I think he knew how much he was appreciated within, you know, the black community, the, uh, the black culture. I think he knew what he meant to us. I think he already knew that he, he, he received his flowers from everybody. Because, like, when the, the, the news hit the world, like, it hit everybody. Man. It hit everybody. And, you know... Not to compare it to anyone else's death or anything like that, but, you know, for me, it's almost as the same as Michael Jackson. A lot of people may not agree with me, but that's how I feel about it because, you know, wow. It's like, you know, my first introduction, you know, I was born in 89, so my first introduction to him was, I say Friday, but as I got older, I, you know, as I got older, I would go back and do my research on people and stuff like that. Like, that's with anybody, what, as far as in movies, as far as with their music. I always do my be- I always do my research. So, um, that my first introduction to him was Friday, but I would go back and, you know, look at um, Hollywood Shuffle, uh, you know, shout out to Robert Townsend. Uh, that was a great film. Um, like, Go back and just look at like his old um, his old stand up routines and stuff like that, 
and you know do my research and see like how far like like how deep everything goes within his career and stuff like that so but I, I enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed his work. Like every, uh, we all enjoyed his work, especially uh, with one of my favorite shows growing up in the '90s, which was Wayne, the Wayne Brothers. That's still one of my sh- uh, favorite shows to this day. Uh, you know, you know, you all, we all have those shows like Martin Fresh Prince. Uh, Wayne Brothers is one of those shows where I've seen every single episode. But even if it comes on TV, I will sit there and watch it. That's the same with Martin. Uh, shows like Meet the Browns or House of Pain. And it's a bunch of shows like that I, I grew up uh, watching. And I, I've seen every episode because, you know, I'm a bit of a TV junkie sometimes. Not like I used to because, you know, TV is not this, it's not a, as exciting as it used to be. But, but um it could be the same episode and or the same show that's something that I enjoy. I will sit there and watch it like it's new and laugh at the stuff like I've never heard it. Uh, like I, it's my first time hearing it. So um, I I definitely enjoyed him well, uh, in the Friday movies. Uh, I enjoyed him on Wayne Brothers. I definitely enjoyed him in that because um, if you go look at some of his interviews when he talk about the show, Basically, like, a lot of that stuff was, like, freestyle. Uh, like, most of the stuff they did, like, they had, uh, like, uh, they had scripts for their episodes and stuff like that. But most of their stuff was, like, improv. Like, a lot of their stuff was, like, off top of the dome. And, you know, that's what I feel like that's what we're missing in today's comedy. Like, you see these, a lot of these shows and stuff like that. It's, like, it's funny, but... It's like almost kind of like forced funny, if you if you if you get what I'm saying. Like, it's not like you don't. Uh, they don't let I guess some of these comedians be themselves. Like they gotta follow the scripts and stuff like that, which is understanding. But I think when you get great, you you get great TV and you get great TV moments is when you let the comedians, you know, bring out the real them in some of these TV shows. That's, maybe that's why I can't relate to the to, to so-called quote-unquote comedy up to date. And I'm just, you know, I'm just being honest. I, I really can't, you know, really just, it's not relatable for me. So, But like I was saying, man, uh, I really didn't want to believe it either. From what I've heard and uh, been looking at the news and stuff like that, um, no one has got, like, has not been a report on what he died from? So, uh, most likely, it's probably just, you know, natural causes. Because, you know, um, you know, he was someone that you never saw in the news or anything like that. Uh, he wasn't on, uh, on uh, caught up in any scandals and stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure he did, I'm saying he did his thing and... You know, he, I'm saying everyone is not perfect or anything like that, but he didn't do anything that put, uh, that gave, him, gave himself a bad name. And, you know, um, one of my Instagram followers, they uh, made a post dedicated to him, and then it was like, finally, someone uh, in a, a black entertainer who, can, uh, who left this business clean. And I was like, I liked it. I was like, 
But I was thinking, like, I hope after he passes, after this, I hope, like, none of this bullshit, this bull stuff come out of the woodworks and, like, oh, he was on this or he did that and, you know, how it goes. Soon someone dies, all the rumors and all these conspiracies come out the woodwork and it's just like, oh, this person was doing this, this person had a secret lover, this person had a, another family, and you know how it go, man, especially when it comes to uh, black entertainers, man, uh, Eddie Griffin said it best, uh, it's, uh, it's almost like a mission to make sure every black entertainer doesn't leave this earth clean, doesn't leave the business clean, like, they have to have some kind of stamp on you to make sure, oh, you don't, you're going to be remembered for something, and it's not going to be good. Like, look how they doing Cosby. And, you know, that's that's another that's another episode. You know what I'm saying? We can talk about that on another episode because I got a lot to say about that. So, But uh, I'd like to say uh, rest in peace to Mr. Witherspoon. Like I said, uh, my first introduction to him was uh, the first Friday movie. And then I started watching Wayne Brothers, and you know, I just, you know, I always enjoyed everything he did, even with the uh, the, the small time he had uh, on the show uh, First Family, uh, where they had uh, Christopher B. Duncan, the guy who played Braxton from the Jamie Foxx show, uh, where he was supposed to be like the president and stuff like that. You know, that show got like bad reviews, and you know, it only lasted like probably like six episodes, but you know. I would catch it when it was on CW because at the time we didn't have cable and you know I just hadn't watched it and from uh, his character on there it was pretty funny and you know uh, he was funny in Soul Plane uh, he was funny in all the Fridays um, what else uh, of course you can't you can't forget Boondocks you definitely can't forget Boondocks you cannot forget Boondocks like Grandpa like he like he was like his voice for grandpa or granddad on uh boondocks man like and, and it's crazy whether well, they was about to start doing the uh, new episodes and stuff like that man so he's gonna be definitely missed and i didn't i don't know if they was in the making of doing the friday and stuff like that but you know how can we how can you even try to do it when one of the main characters of the franchise you know what I'm saying? He, he's gone. So, you know, that's that's just, you know, that's crazy, man. But, uh, like I said, he's someone that I, I, I we don't have to say, oh, we should have let him know. Like, I think, you know, we always think, like, if, if a person isn't basically put on this platform, like how they dedicate stuff to, like, at the Oscars and stuff like that, like, we feel like, oh, if they don't recognize it, then it ain't important. That's not the, that's not the case because everybody within uh, the black culture, everybody know who John Witherspoon is. Everybody know that he paved the way for a lot, for like a lot of comedians. He helped knock down doors, and you know he gave us a lifetime of laughs. Far as with all the projects and all the movies and all the shows he was a part of. And I think um, he was well received and he was well respected for what he what he has done. You know, so I salute to that man. man. Rest in rest in power, rest in peace, rest in heaven to you, uh, Mr. Witherspoon. You will be you will be missed. 
you would be missed just like Bernie Mac. Uh, so that's someone that you know we we still can't believe. Like, and it just uh, probably like a I think it's like uh, almost a month or two ago. It just hit ten years since Bernie's passing. And you know he's someone that he's he's heavily missed, and you can only imagine how it would be if he was still here and stuff like that, man. It's a lot of people that you know you wish that they were still around, and you know I just still can't believe it. Uh, I was talking to my uh, one of my older brothers about it earlier, and I woke up this morning, and I just so happened to just go on um, a Wayne Brothers binge watch, and. I watched a bunch of episodes, and I don't know if it's because I know that he passed, but it's just like the stuff that Pops did in the show, it made me laugh uh, much harder. I mean, and then it wasn't a forced laugh, it was just like, damn. I guess it's just like, it's that, that, that's the effect he had on me, man. Because the same way I laughed this morning, I was laughing this morning, it's the same way I laughed when I was used to watch Wayne Brothers as a kid during the 90s. And, like, Pops was one of my favorite uh, characters on there, man. It's like, and you know, when my love goes bang, 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 you better run, you sweet little thing. So, man, so rest in peace to Mr. John Witherspoon, man. You will be definitely missed. Uh, you, 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 your, your mission is complete on this earth. Uh, if you left us with a lifetime of laughs, that's gonna last a lifetime. Your legacy will always live on. And rest in peace to you, brother. Moment of silence for Mr. Witherspoon. You will be missed, sir. All right. Now, what I wanted to speak on, um, I'd be like, um, when I be at, when, when I'm at, when I'm at work, and a lot of times I'm working like 15-hour shifts and stuff like this, so I have like a lot of things rumbling in my mind, and I'd be like, what can I speak on as far as within the podcast and stuff like that, man? And what I wanted to speak on is, I don't know what's going on, like, within the world these days, man, but... Is it me, or is it seem like people are getting lazier and lazier, man? I, I just don't get it. Because, you know, I look at it like, you know, everyone is not perfect. Everyone goes through the hardships. Everyone goes through the ups and downs in life and stuff like that. But it just seems like you look at certain people, whether it's your family, whether it's like people you may know, or friends, or stuff like that. But, man, people are lazy. And the reason why I say that is because it's a lot of people out here who feel like who won't who feel like they're in deserve of handouts. They feel like they don't have to get up and grind. Like they feel like they don't have to, you know, get out here and work hard for something. And it's like, where are you getting this narrative from? Like, where are you getting this this idea from that you don't have to get up? get off your ass and work hard like everybody else. Like, because you got people out here these days who are willing to sit on at home on their ass and, you know, and let someone take care of them. And then, you know, and then it's like people don't like to work. Like, people, like, you mentioned something about a job or something like that. It's like, almost like saying like, oh, that's almost like bringing up the police to them. 
Like, I don't get it. Like, how are people comfortable with not wanting to do anything in life or try to do something? Like, I don't get it. I just don't get that at all. You know, I've been I've been working since I'm, I was 16 years old, and I'm 30 now. And you know, I've never I've never all the jobs I had they weren't the best jobs. Like I didn't have I didn't have any favorite jobs or anything like that. But you know, I remember getting my first job at the age of 16. I got it like a month or two after I turned 16, and thanks to my older brother Ralph, I was. Able to start making my own money, and I love that feeling, man. I really did. But it's just the simple fact that I don't see how people are comfortable with not wanting to do shit. Like, how are you cool with wanting to beg and borrow from people and stuff like that? And, you know, and, it, and it's not everyone, because it's like I said, there's people out there who are who are going through our, going through their hardships and stuff like that, who are going through hard times and, you know, just, you know they're just trying to get back in their groove and, you know, try to get back on uh, get back on top where they once was because we all have our moments where we're down and out. Trust me, we all have our moments when we're down and out. But it just, like, it just seems like you got a lot of people out here who just don't want to get out here and do nothing. Like, who want, y'all want to get out here and earn nothing. It felt like somebody supposed to knock at the door. Knock, knock, knock. Who is it? Handout. And they expect it. And it, and it's the crazy. It's grown ass people. It's not. It's not these youngins. They quit this talk. Talk so much mess about these youngins and say, oh, this generation is lazy and stuff like that. If anything, this is the most productive generation I've ever seen in my life. Like, this is the most. Like, yeah. Like you're like. You know, they don't put that out there. They don't show you the the, the, the the part of the generation that's out there doing good, that's out there prospering, out there getting degrees, out here uh, getting trade certifications, out here running businesses and stuff like that. They don't show you that part. They always quit to show the part, with, uh, the, the, the part of the generation that's basically out, you know what I'm saying, being destructive and disrespectful and out here doing bad. Okay, show the, I'll say, okay, if you want to show the bad side, make sure you show the good side, too. Because, you know, I show, I give salute to all the youngers who out here doing their thing, man, who out here working, you know, out here uh, trying to build something for their futures, and, you know, out here just trying to have something, out here earning stuff, man. But like I said, majority of the time, like, I see it's down there, people pushing for it. Out here pushing for this, still ain't got nothing, ain't trying to have nothing. They cool with how their life is. They're comfortable with not having shit. They're comfortable with receiving handouts and stuff like that. And it just boggles my mind that they they cool with it. And you know, you know they say you can't help someone who ain't trying to help themselves, which is true. But it's just like how I don't get that at all. So, you know, I just, you know what I'm saying, I just hope people really start getting their minds correct, start getting their minds in order and getting their thoughts correct. And it's like, you know what, I need to really get out my ass and get out here and get something. It ain't never too late, man. It ain't never too late to stop, like, stop the bad habits, you know, and get on the right track. There's nothing wrong with that at all. There's definitely nothing wrong with that at all. But I like to, you know, shout out to everybody, the youngins, the older people who are out here doing their thing, running businesses, or uh, who have a career. Uh, just basically out here doing great for themselves, man. I ain't no hater. 
Like, I, like even when I'm not doing as good, I still be happy for somebody. I still give someone their props. I still give someone congratulations because I know my time coming. And, you know, I'm not going to look for everybody to cheer for me, but I know I cheer for myself. So that's, that's cool with me. You know what I'm saying? I can't get mad at that. I can't force nobody to, you know, support me or be happy for me. Uh, yeah, I was happy for you. I mean, I may think, I might think, like, oh, that person, you know what I'm saying? They might, you know what I'm saying? They might do the same for me. But if they don't, it is what it is. I chalk it up. And, you know, I keep on moving on with my life, man. But, um, but yeah, that's I wanted to really speak on that, man. Because, you know, it just seems like these days people don't, like, people feel like they have a problem with working a nine to five, you know. Because, you know, I guess they see how it is on the internet or see it on how these social media uh, uh, platforms. And, you know, they think, like, they think that's the way. They really think that's the way to go. It's like, no, that's not the way to go, man. Like, there's nothing wrong with having a nine-to-five job. There's nothing wrong with working. Like, there's nothing, like, I'm trying to see what's, like, it's almost to a point you got people out here ashamed to say they got a nine-to-five. They rather say they they sell drugs or they boost or they scam. They rather say that before they say they have a nine-to-five, which is fucking crazy, like how? You'd rather tell somebody, oh shit, I, I scam credit cards or I do this before you say I work a regular nine to five job. And you know how that goes. People be like, oh, like, hey, the some somebody gotta uh, do it. And I'm not saying you gotta work at that nine to five for the rest of your life, but use that as a stepping. Uh, I'm gonna use that as a tool to you know start stepping up and leveling up. For yourself, like no one said, you gotta make a career out of the job that you at. Like you ain't gotta do that, and that's what people be getting it like misconstrued. It like you ain't gotta sit there and you know work at this job for uh, for for a bunch of years. Like I, you know, what I'm saying that's that was my mentality in my early twenties. Like you know, I waste six seven years at Little Caesars. You know, you know what I'm saying being comfortable with bullshit money. And, you know, to any youngins out here uh, who might be listening to this, don't never get comfortable with it. Don't never get comfortable with making uh, 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 bullshit money. Because there's a lot more out here for you to get. It's a lot more out here for you to do. You know what I'm saying? That's like one of my biggest, one of my biggest regrets. It's like I sat there and let, I'm saying, like I said, I take 100% blame for that. I definitely take 100% blame for that. Like... Like, I could have done a lot of things within those years. You know, I could have just used it as a stepping stool, but I, I'm saying, I sat there and let a, 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 a job get six, seven years out of me. And I didn't I didn't get anything from it, making a hundred, a hundred and some dollars every week. I was like, no man should be comfortable with that. Like, I, I, like, I'm, like, again, to question myself, like, what, am I slow or something? Am I retarded? Like, how the fuck I sit there and let, you know what I'm saying, a job do me like that? But I take 100% blame for that because the simple fact is, like, don't never get comfortable with that. Don't never get, let life get you to the point where you're so comfortable that that's all you want to do and that's all you know and that's all you'd rather do. No. Don't ever, ever, ever in your motherfucking life get comfortable with this shit. If you're a youngin', uh, I'm sorry for the profanity, but this is something I'm speaking from the heart. 
don't ever get don't ever get too comfortable with life to the point where you like if it's not your career or anything like that, then don't let don't don't get comfortable with none of these jobs, man. Don't get comfortable with none of these jobs, man. You always can evolve. You can always level up. You can always do way much better. It's always something much better out there for you to do. And so, like, to all my youngers out here, even my older heads, even people who probably the same age as me, man, don't get comfortable. I'm saying you can do it, man. Believe in yourself. You know what I'm saying? Put that, you know what I'm saying? Put that faith in your heart and have it in your mind that you know for sure that you can do way much better. Then, you know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, write your goals out, write your short-term goals out, write your long-term goals out. And instead of playing for yourself and start knocking them goals down like you like a boxing match. Start knocking them down. Cause you can do it, man. You can do it. But like I said, I just don't see how people just, you know, comfortable with not trying to do anything for themselves. Like I said, I'm not perfect. I'm not I'm not trying to shit on nobody. I'm not throwing shots at anybody, nothing like that. It just like I rather I like to see people doing good. I'd rather see people out here doing good for themselves. I'm not one of those people who like to see others down. I don't like to see others doing bad, but that's a part of life. But I'd rather see you out here trying. I'd rather see you out here trying than out here just like just sitting there and like letting life pass you by, man. It's a lot of people out here I know like that. They're just sitting there like letting life pass them by. And I did that for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Trying, I call myself trying to be a rap artist and stuff like that, but you know. But I was just sitting there letting life pass me by. You know what I'm saying? Just like I didn't have the right, I didn't have the right focus. I didn't have the right mind frame. So just you know, just just to all everybody who's listening out there, man, just you know, keep pushing, keep grinding, keep doing what you do, and and in due time, man, you you will you will start living out your dreams, the dreams that you all. You always, you always set out for yourself. I promise you, man. I really promise you. But uh, like I said, this is just a, basically a, a freestyle uh, episode. Uh, I got a lot more episodes coming up this week. Um, also, I'm in the process of, you know, uh, booking my first uh, guest. Like I said, this platform was also be uh, to uh, you know get to know the young entrepreneurs and you know independent artists that's on the rise and stuff like that. So I I do have that in the works. Uh, thank you to everyone who's checking me out on Spotify, on uh, Apple Music, and you know thanks to everyone who's been supporting me, man. Uh, I just you know I'm I, I'm I'm blessed. I can't complain. Like I I don't give a damn. But I get one listen. That's fine with me. That's fine with me. Like I said, uh, sorry. I uh, apologize to uh, all my listeners for the uh, for the hiatus. Uh, I will make sure I will continue to bring out great content. And, you know, great. You know, what I'm saying great episodes on right here on the Mouse Talk podcast. And also uh, to anyone who would like to you know get you know what I'm saying get they uh, get they promo on. You know what I'm saying just hit me up. Uh, if you on um, if you on Instagram, hit me up at jjmoss901 on Facebook, uh, jjmoss. Uh, my fan page jayjmoss. Uh, get at me, man. Follow me on uh, Twitter, uh, 
JJMOSS901. Y'all make sure y'all get at me, man. I'm very active. And also, if you have any suggestions, if you also like to be, if you have any suggestions or topics you think I should speak on on the show, get at me. And also, if you like to be a guest on the Most Talk Podcast, man, just hit me up, man. I'm a very uh, humble individual, and, you know, I'm, I get along with everybody, and I, I show respect to everyone, man. But um, I'd like to thank you all for rocking with me tonight. Uh, the brand new episode is in the works, and also the brand new episode, the unappreciated, uh, the first episode was A Ball and MJG. Thank you to everyone who uh, took the time to listen to that because there's some, you know, that still to this day feel like they're a rap group that don't get the credit that they deserve. You know, I still feel that way because you know. Yeah, of course I'm biased because I'm from Memphis and I'm from the same neighborhood as them. And they're always going to be my favorite rap group until I, the day I die. But the next unappreciated episode, uh, working on two up right now, will be Master P and the uh, other one will be uh, MC Hammer. And, you know, I, people might probably laugh or something like that if I say MC Hammer, but real the real note the real note that what that man did for hip-hop and i feel like he's someone who's not gonna get his flowers until he died which is messed up but here on the moss top podcast we will him and master p are some people uh, are people who i feel like who, who who don't get to just do i think p is just now getting it you know quietly but mc hammer is someone who definitely who needs his flowers while he's still here man but uh, thank you to all my listeners. Thank you all to the fans who have been checking me out, man. Make sure you all can continue to support, share, like here on the Moss Talk Podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much, man. It's one love, man. It's the Moss Talk Podcast, and we out. <laughs>